0: Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. Hope you had a great day so far. We are wrapping up um, our little getaway to Las Vegas for our 25th anniversary. Uh, Thank you all of you who wished us a happy anniversary, Silver. uh, It's a great thing. So we are in a few hours going to be uh, going back to California, then we'll be back in Utah uh, in about a week or so. By the way, for the, uh, for those of you in Utah, would you like us to do another meetup? We've done them before, uh, around before, or right after Easter. Let us know if you're in the area, uh, if you'd like us uh, to do that. Also, and it would be probably in South Salt Lake. Uh, maybe since we did in Salt Lake last time, maybe we'll do it in Utah County, or maybe we'll do it in uh, like North uh, Salt Lake. Let us know, put it down below. Folks, um, let me give you some bullet points to some things that are happening. The whole January sixth thing is absolutely ridiculous. It is out of control and it is crazy. Let's look at what's going on in the world of the fake January 6th committee and the continued, the continued false narrative about January 6th. If you're new around here, let me remind you that Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. He did not win the elections of 2020. It was stolen. It was rigged. President Trump is absolutely correct. There's no way in hell that this man that got no support, he wasn't even the front runner of his own party until they stole the election and kicked everyone else, else out so he could run uncontested. That is how they did it. They rigged their own, just like they did in 2016 against Bernie Sanders for Hillary Clinton. It did the same thing against uh, Bernie Sanders and everybody else running uh, so they can make uh, way for Joey, their puppet. That is who China, Ukraine, uh, Russia, everybody wanted, Uh, the CCP, everyone wanted uh, Biden in there, and of course the Democrats wanted someone they could control, and essentially what we're seeing is the failed policies of the Obama administration, because in fact what we're living through right now, this hell, is the illegitimate third term of one Barack Hussein Obama. All right, so the mainstream media is, again, going after Ginny Thomas. If you not uh, don't know who Virginia Thomas is, she is the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Now, he's in the hospital. As the time I'm recording this, there has been no official word. Uh, looks like, and I'll report on this probably on our midnight show on, uh, on YouTube as well, the updates are Justice Breyer has said he's doing okay. Another friend of his said he's okay he's recovering, but no one's actually saying if he's still in the hospital or not. Seeing that I believe that they absolutely killed and assassinated uh, the great uh, Antonin Scalia, I'm very worried about Clarence Thomas, especially since they're trying to push through yet another stupid person, puppet, known as Kentonji, uh Brown Jackson, through. Wow, it sure would be incredible if the other black guy dies and Crazy people like Mitt Romney and others would feel like they have to vote for uh, Ketanji Jackson so they could have another uh, black person on there. Wouldn't put it past them. Plus, it would give Biden yet a second person so they can try to undo the court how it is right now, which is kind of more liberal, almost evenly split, because Justice Roberts Is not actually a conservative. He votes with the Marxist very often. We can't count him as a conservative. One of the reasons why they stole the election also is so they can put everything in place to continue the tyranny and enslave us with their Marxist dogma and doctrine and policies and destroy America from within. And of course, if they have a Supreme Court they can control, then they can forever in perpetuity protect themselves or, or have these judges rule in their favor and America is done. This is a lot bigger, folks, than I think a lot of people are realizing. Anyway, the January 6th Unselect Committee leaked Ginny Thomas's uh, text messages that she had with Mark Meadows. Uh, They leaked it to the Washington Post, and this is while her husband is still in the hospital with an infection and we really know what's going on. So here's a Washington Post reporting. Uh, The article for those of you that subscribe to the Washington Post is, Virginia Thomas urged White House chief to pursue Unrelenting efforts to overturn the 2020 election text show uh, a little bit of hyperbole, as you will see here. This is what the this is what the Washington Post is saying. Virginia Thomas, a conservative activist married to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, repeatedly pressed White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to pursue unrelenting efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election in a series of urgent text exchanges in the critical weeks after the vote, according to copies of the messages obtained by Washington Post. And CBS News. The messages, 29 in all, reveal an extraordinary pipeline between Virginia Thomas, who goes by Ginny, and President Donald Trump's top aide during a period when Trump and his allies were vowing to go to the Supreme Court in an effort to negate the election results, which, of course, those election results were false. In the messages, Thomas and Meadow each assert a belief that the election was stolen and seem to share a solidarity of purpose and faith, though they occasionally express differences on tactics. Quote, the intense pressures you and our president are now experiencing are more intense than anything experienced, but I only felt a fraction of it in 1991, Thomas wrote to Meadows on November 19th, an apparent reference to Justice Thomas' 1991 confirmation hearing in which lawyer Anita Hill testified that he had made unwanted sexual comments when he was her boss. Thomas strongly denied the accusations. By the way, folks, uh, they always go after black men with these false accusations of, I mean, they go after everyone, right? Even if it's not, sometimes it's true, sometimes not true. But when it comes to black men, look look how many people they've taken off the chessboard or tried to. We've got uh, Justice Thomas trying to do the same thing uh, to Herman Cain. And there's another one that's uh, on the top of my, uh, tip of my tongue. I, I can't, I can't right now, but um, totally crazy. And folks, I'm aware of this and I am, uh, and I'm like Mike Pence. Remember they gave Mike Pence a hard time because he goes everywhere with his wife? You guys will notice, anytime I do a a, a public appearance or something, I either have um, my son or one or two of my children with me at all times, but except for, I think, one meetup, Mrs. BCP is always there. And not that I don't distrust anyone, but no one's ever going to be able to say that I was being improper or anything like that or I assaulted them because my wife is there with me all the time. And... It's not that I, you know, she does. She mistrusts me. Actually, she just goes, "Oh, go by yourself." But I go, "No, I know how how things work." And it's not you guys. And I'm not saying that I'm on anyone's radar or I'm a big, you know, uh, personality or whatever. But I never put it past them to have someone there who's a fake who later brings uh, things around. That's why we usually have these events as family with lots of family and friends around, knowing what's going on. Uh, there's a lot of scandalous uh, people and tactics out there, and I'm never going to fall for it, um, You know, especially since someone can misconstrue something. I'm Latino, so we hug and kiss everybody. That's our culture, right? I mean, don't do it to most Americans. Uh, we do hug. I mean, we're very huggy. Those who have met, have met us personally know that we're out there hugging people. That's just how we are. That's, uh, this is cultural. Right, I'm Puerto Rican and black. Both my black and my Puerto Rican sides of my family are very huggy and kissy. And then my wife's Mexican, huggy and kissy. And she's my wife, too. I, I don't think I probably mentioned this. She's Mexican, but she's uh, her she's three generations away from her grandparents who are French and, and Spanish from Spain and from France. So, you know, very huggy kissy uh, culture is there as well. That European. Uh, uh, the culture of that part of Europe is is, is very uh, huggy kissy. So you know, it's just when this Clarence Thomas thing uh, came out. Obviously, I was I was very young at the time, but I started to understand what was going on. I saw the same thing go to Herman Cain. It's just uh, incredible. Anyway, I digressed. So these these 29 messages between Ginny Thomas and Meadows were sent on November 5th, two days after the election. She sent him a link to a YouTube video labeled. Trump sting with CIA director Steve uh uh, uh p- p- I haven't actually I haven't seen Steve uh uh Pigenic in a while I just realized that I don't even know if he's on YouTube anymore the the biggest election story in history QFS blockchain now if you don't know who Steve Pajenik is he's a former state department official uh he has uh he, he's got a lot of intel he's been part of Intel takedowns of other countries. He knows exactly how things work, um, and uh, he had things to say about Sandy Hook and other things about false flag operations, how the CIA operates in taking things down. Anyway, because you know now they're making Ginny Thomas and Mark Meadows out to be you know some uh, something nefarious was on there. Folks, this is what's going on. They have stolen the election and they want to make it illegal and wrong and a crime to talk about that. Uh, so that video, by the way, is no longer available. Most of the stuff was benign in these text messages, but the uh, CBS News and, of course, the folks over at Washington Post are making it out more nefarious, to be out to be more nefarious than it is. But let me tell you what is nefarious, what they're doing uh, to these January 6th protesters. It's unconstitutional. They're being persecuted, and they are political prisoners. Now, uh, I... Covered Micaija Jackson in the past. I showed you the video on this program where he confronts um, what's his name? Uh, he confronts this uh, person who was number 343, known as Ginger Gunn. His name is Luke Phillips Robinson. He was in Arizona, uh, he, he confronts him in Arizona. But Robinson was one of the January 6 protesters. He had a firearm and was wearing an earpiece, and his name was removed from the most wanted list. I showed you the uh, video here where Makai J- uh, Jackson uh, um, goes over and um, and confronts him, saying, "Hey, dude! They they, they set him up. The, you know, the guy's trying to sell him a bike, and they the guy was selling a bike online, and Makai Jackson there and someone else film it." And they go there, supposedly the the guy goes there thinking that he's going to sell him the bike. And they're really there to confront him. Like, dude, who are you? What's going on? And they are not accusatory. They're going, hey, why is your name removed? How come you had a gun in the earpiece and your name's removed like Ray Epps? Obviously because these people are operatives. But here's what happened to MacGyver Jackson. Um, He was uh, given... He pleaded guilty to one charge in November of parading, demonstrating, or picketing in the uh, Capitol building. They wanted to put him uh, behind bars for a long time. Uh, luckily, he's a Marine veteran. He was sentenced to 90 days in a halfway house, three years probation, $500, and a $1,000 fine. Well, damn it, he shouldn't have any time in a halfway house, no probation, and no fines. Of course, we know that these are literally the crooks making it a crime to investigate their, their crimes, folks. I don't. I, I like to be optimistic, folks, but we keep seeing these things, and we are going to have to solve this problem. We're the Republican Party is not going to do it. Trump is not going to do it. Okay, the rhinos sure as hell aren't going to do it. They are not defending these political prisoners. They're not defending these political prisoners. They have absolutely failed us, and it's the ones even that aren't just rhinos. The Republicans are for the most part mum's the word. I mean, you have Margie Teller Green, uh, and you have uh, a few others. Um, who was it uh, from Texas that also uh, went uh, with her to uh, to the, the DC gulag to check in on on these prisoners? Uh, but besides those two, I can't. I, I don't really see. You know, a couple people have said things, but I don't see them fighting with fighting for these prisoners. President Trump as well has mentioned these prisoners, but he has. President Trump could do a lot more. But then again, at the same time, maybe President Trump being quiet is more helpful. Or I guess him maybe fighting for them would be more hurtful to them than helping them. That's probably the case. I've thought about this in the past. But man, I wish Trump could do more. But sometimes the TDS is so bad that anyone associated with him gets even more hate and more punishment. Especially like, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse and others. So it seems like Trump could be doing more at least behind the scenes than he's doing for these folks. That's how I feel but I understand maybe he's helping them, but not getting involved as well. Who knows? Uh, but this is just absolutely terrible what's uh, happening to these people. Uh, so besides Louis Gohmert, I believe, and MTG, I don't really see anyone fighting for these uh, political prisoners. And of course, they uh, had to make an example. Uh, the DOJ is arguing that Makijah Jackson's statement um, that he was, you know, that he was, quote, a part of a bunch of thugs thought so they could mess with our peaceful transition of power is more disturbing than you can imagine. That's what the judge uh, Moss told him, you know, making it seem like he was wrong because he is a Marine veteran. Uh, he said, quote, I hope as a former Marine, you can step back for a moment and recognize what happened. That's what Judge Moss uh, told Mikaji Jackson. Now, here's the great thing. Uh, according to people that were there. Uh, Makai Jackson uh, argues that he's not remorseful and he has actually built a brand off of the Capitol riot uh, thing. So let's see uh, what happens. 90 days in a halfway house, the guy should be free. And let's remember, I showed you the video on this show. The doors were open from the inside. It literally was an inside job in every sense of the word, both figuratively and um Figuratively and literally. Today, Thursday, Joe Biden met with the EU Council President Charles uh, Michel in Brussels, Belgium, and this is what he said, folks. I don't know if this is Freudian or not, but this is exactly what they're planning on happening. Well, I came to congratulate a man who just got reelected without opposition. I, I I I dream about that someday. But look, from the very beginning, uh... he said, "This is what." Joe Biden said, he said, I came to congratulate a man who just got reelected without opposition. I dream of that someday. Yeah, that's what they did in the primaries, right? They took away all the opposition so that Joey could rise to the top because there was no one going against him, so he could be the guy on the ticket in the general election against President Trump. And that's what they're trying to do right now, folks, right? They're trying to eliminate everyone that would uh, run. For instance, this is what we have right now. The same liberal organization that filed a lawsuit trying to stop Madison Cawthorn from running. It was the uh, ridiculously named, uh, you can call it ironic or or hypocritical, Free Speech for People. It's a liberal organization that is funded and backed by uh, the same folks that we see from the Clinton machine, uh, Mark Elias and others. he, they, they tried to stop uh, Cawthorn in North Carolina from r- running. Luckily, he countersued them back, and that was dismissed by a judge. But now they are trying to stop uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene from seeking re-election. And what they're doing is they're using this old law that says that insurrectionists could, cannot run for office. This is a Civil War law so that people from the Confederacy that started another nation to fight against the Union... So they couldn't run for high office. And guess what? Sometimes people were actually uh, still able to run, but, you know, depending. There were some people that were involved in the Confederacy that still were able uh, to to run for for office. I remember reading that somewhere. I'll I'll get you more details on it if if you folks want. I don't remember the details of it. Um, But the point is that this doesn't apply. So pretty much anyone that doesn't say that January 6th is the worst and darkest day of America is part of the interaction, right? Anyone who questions... Rightfully so, the illegitimate presidency of Joe Biden is an insurrectionist uh, in their mind. Absolute craziness what they are trying to do uh, and stopping. But this is how evil they are. They want to get rid of opposition, and that's how they want to get in. All right, folks, the last thing I want to mention in this uh, 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 report is that Jeff Bezos' ex-wife donated 275 million dollars. It's the biggest single donation for abortions made to Planned Parenthood in the history of Planned Parenthood. How freaking sick, disgusting, wicked, and evil, hateful, demonic, devilish, devious, and soulless. Those are all the adjectives I can think of at this moment. Do you have to be, to be like Mackenzie Scott, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, to make that kind of donation. It was a donation that was split between their national office and 21 regional offices. Uh, probably in black neighborhoods because, uh, in minority neighborhoods, because we know these people are really eugenists and actual racists. But what did they say? Uh, Planned Parenthood Chief Executive Alexis McGill Johnson said, we are incredibly grateful for Miss Scott's extraordinary philanthropic, philanthropic investment in Planned Parenthood as a critical part of the public health infrastructure. The Public Health Infrastructure, oh, Gavin with the School boon, makes me sick, public murder institution funded by evil, wicked elitists, and unfortunately, our tax dollars as well. All right, folks, thanks for being here. We'll be uh, back in our uh, regular studios in California and Utah here shortly, and we'll get back to our usual way of presenting this program. Uh, until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless, thanks for being here. And once again, thank you all for the happy anniversary wishes. Uh, We're just getting started. Since I plan to live into my 90s, I should see my 75th anniversary uh, before the good Lord takes me home if I have my way. Of course, our Father in Heaven may have a different time frame than I do. Big hug to all of y'all.